Revolut Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 153, and today we're talking about working the room and networking like a pro. This is absolutely applicable to all of us, whether we're working at home or not, there's always an opportunity to network. So before we jump into this really meaty conversation, I want to say hello to my awesome co-hosts, fellow partners, Ceci and Vero. How are we doing today? Hola, hola, chulas. <laughs> hola, hola, chula. Bien, aquí, trabajando, este, hustling with our business and planning a really cool event in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, just feeling feeling good. I'm over here having like hot flashes, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> because cool. I'm like, yeah, calor. I put my hair, I put it down because I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this because I feel that we all need some good advice in the networking aspect. So, I'm looking forward to this combo, and I'm always excited to be with you girls. Igual, igual, igual. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. By the time our listeners hear this one, it'll be June. It'll be about a week and a half before our event on June 12th, and we're really excited about that event. So if you're looking for reasons to partake, uh, maybe one of those reasons is that you need to come out of your shell and network more and be around new people and meet new people. So today we're just going to give our best tips, and we're going to keep in mind that you know COVID has changed the game just a little but at the same time, it hasn't because one of the reasons I also wanted to talk about this was I feel that we're back. Everybody's networking again. Everybody's going to big events, dressing up, meeting people, exchanging the old antique business card. But it's happening. Like people are back at it. I have a big event coming up this week because I do happen to have someone at the office out with COVID. So I'll be covering for them. And then the day before our big event with LUL, I have a big, big event fundraiser for my organization. We normally raise, you know, up to a hundred thousand at this event, but because it's post COVID, we had a modest go of 25 grand and we've raised 30 already. So we're excited. We're going into it feeling really good, but we network with about 120 people at this event, sometimes up to 220 people at this event. And the idea is that we're networking to make money. We're literally at this event schmoozing with people that we have relationships with, but it's because we're, it's a fundraiser, you know, we're asking for money. So you may have different types of networking events that are large scale, like fundraisers or small scale, or even intimate, whatever you have, you got to do it. It may even just be you working, uh, I don't know, cohorts or having to go to meetings because you're in a certain sector. Like sometimes you'll have like accountants of America doing stuff for accountants or lawyers that are in councils. I'm sure Ceci has great examples of her with Latino lawyers. They have a subset that they get together and they're each other's support group. All of that helps your networking skills and all that is absolutely essential for your career. So we want to talk about that today. We're going to talk about just our experiences with it, what's helped us, because I don't care what people say meeting new people can be really weird and I don't care who you think you are. Like it's not easy. It doesn't come easy to network to a lot of people. In fact, some professionals say it's the scariest thing. Um, some don't like to speak personally. They like to talk about other people. So when you're networking, oftentimes you're asked a lot about yourself and that can be uncomfortable. So we're just going to talk about different, different tips and tricks, getting through all of the uncomfortableness, whether it's you, bringing up great questions or you answering questions about yourself, whether it's large scale, small scale, whether it's new to you as a professional or something you've been doing forever. Cause the last point I want to make about that is networking is one of those things that never goes away. 
It never goes away. As much as you do it, you can never not do it. Okay. I've been in my industry for over 15 years. And I'm like, here we go again. You know, this Thursday, I have an event. There's new people to meet. I'm sitting at someone's table. Some I know, some I don't. I have to have my A game. I have to bring it. And you don't actually have to. You can go to events and not monopolize and not meet people and not connect. But that's not the point. We're talking about truly networking, not the cheating that some folks do where they're in the corner talking to the one person they know and don't want to make eye contact with nobody. So we're going to challenge you today to do real networking, to really put yourself out there. And we're going to start with Ceci's tips. I know that she had a few that she jotted down. So I want to give her the floor. Thank you. Um, you know, I never really thought of myself as as being like a good uh, networker, but apparently I am. Um, I went to an event uh, a couple weeks ago, San Francisco La Raza Lawyers Association. They're not linked to my organization, but it's, you know, it's, it's a San Francisco organization for Latino lawyers. And I actually joined my first year practicing law. So yeah, um, and through there, I met different people. I met, um, uh, you know, a lawyer that's now a judge and he's a good buddy of mine uh, and other, other, you know, longtime lawyers and that um, I connected. And I was like, how did I start? I, you know, when we, when I knew that we were going to have this conversation, conversation, it was like, how did I start meeting these people? And I think it was just, um, you know, mingling with them and I would just approach them. I would introduce myself. And if I had like one thing that I, that I knew, about them that we connected, like I would mention it, like, hi, I'm so, so I remember uh, meeting this longtime partner. He's probably been practicing for 40 years at one of the best law firms in San Francisco. And I went up to him and I said, Hey, I'm Cecilia. And, um, I just passed the bar and I remember you because your daughter, um, danced ballet folklorico with me in Hayward. So I had that connection either right? So I think that's how I, you know, I remember connecting with people and, you know, La Raza lawyers, it's, you know, we're all Latino. We all are likely the first in our family to go to law school, be lawyers. And so we all kind of like lift each other up. But then, you know, came the pandemic, events stopped. And this last event, I was like, oh, I wonder um, how it's going to be. I wonder if people are going to be wearing masks uh, because they had requested that that people who RCP uh, were vaccinated, uh, but no one was wearing masks. I think everyone was really excited just to, to be there and see familiar faces. So I did what I usually do. I just went up to people that I remembered and like, Hey, como has estado? you know, that sort of thing. And, and connected with people and through them, like, you know, getting introduced like, Oh, where are you at now? What, what type of work are you doing now? And in fact, at the end, um, well, not at the end, during the actual event, there was a judge that was being recognized and honored. And she was talking about um, just her journey and whatnot. And then she said, oh, and my twin girls are here. And I was like, oh, my God, she's a twin mom. So I was so, so excited about that. I forgot where, you know, most about her journey. But the the one thing, right, que me acordé es de que she's a twin mom. So my colleague at La Raza happened to mention, like, oh, she swore me in when I passed the bar. Y le dije, oh, preséntamela. I'm like, she probably does. So I'm like, oh, preséntamela. So I estuve yo insistente con él and waiting for her to have, you know, time because she was talking to a lot of people. Yeah, we waited, we waited. Uh, and, she, you know, he introduced me to her. And I, you know, that's all I said. I was like, hey, I'm a twin mom too. Um, and we connected and ya, ya me presenté. 
where I work and then I invited or I introduced some of my um, colleagues, which some of them are already new and whatnot. Uh, and I remember the next day, uh, my Amanda, you guys know her, my executive director saying like, wow, Ceci, like you, you know how to network. Like we were talking to, amongst ourselves, like, wow, look at Ceci, like she knows how to work the room. And I was like, yeah, but I, I think I'm just being myself, you know, I'm just being myself. I'm not being, and I think it comes with experience, you know, because I, I know some of these lawyers already and I, I've been to these events. So I know it might take time, but I feel like I, I've always been that, like I've been myself and, and tried to connect with people and with one thing que oigo de ellos and I'll mention like, oh, you know, you know, like with the judge, for example, that she had twins and I connected that way. So I think that's, that's how my, my um, tip would be like, try to be yourself and try to connect with someone on something that you guys have in common. Um, oh, and then early on in my career, I would always get the person's card and get their email and I would send them an email afterwards. Like, it was great meeting you. Um, you know, if you have, for example, a trial coming up, I'd love to come and witness it and see it. Algo así, you know, so those, those, those are my legal tips, I think, when, when navigating the room. And I think it, 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 um, it also applies to other careers, not, not just for lawyers. I think when you're, you're going to these events where, um, you know, doctors or other CEOs, other executive directors, like do the same, you know, meet people, connectense de ese modo, and just be yourself at the end of the day. I love your tips, Essie. I love them something you said a lot and you said it a couple different ways was to find common ground. So that makes us more comfortable. There's common ground. Like you hung on to the common ground points or in being yourself, you found common ground with other people. And it also gave you confidence. You talked about how with practice, you had more confidence. So it's something that you had to work at. Like you don't just become good at networking. So you have to be at these events so that you can get better at networking, but the common ground definitely helps. It takes practice. So come to the events. And if you can't work a big room, then start in a little room. Like you have to actually practice sort of coming out of your shell. And no one knows that you ask the person the same things at the last four events that you went to. Yeah, like, it can be the same common ground every time, totally. but it, yeah. you know, have your story, have your, your rehearsed sort of story that connects in your industry or maybe it's just you as a person and and that's going to talk a little bit about like your why at, at these events but i love those points your high points were definitely find common ground to build confidence and practice to build that confidence too so vero on to you i think with me it's been um i want to piggyback on something when with with Ceci that she said about the business cards like now everyone's trying to go to digital business cards but business cards are still very common like just being able to hand someone a card you have something that's there like tangible you, you made a connection um i used to purposely take time um to write down a quick thing like a little something that would help me remember the person who just gave me that card because then when i would get home I'm like Oh, I think I remember everyone, but I'm like, oh, what did this person tell me? And it's it's kind of like really beneficial to just write jot down a note. And if you don't have if you don't have business like the paper business cards anymore, then take a time to make a note on your phone. Like, hey, I met so and so from this place. They can potentially help with this. And the thing with networking, it's always like if it's not going to be maybe useful for you, it could be useful for someone else at one point. But it doesn't mean that if someone you talk to them, shake their hand and introduce yourself and they're like, oh, so what do you do? Well, this is what I do. Oh, OK, well, I'm totally doing something different. Um, it doesn't mean you end the conversation. You're just like, oh, that's great. You know, maybe we can be of use to one another at one point or, you know, and, and let's exchange information. So I think with that in the in the sense of 
you know, the business card jotting down a little note to remember who they are and like something personal to if you do need to contact them, it's easier to have um, be able to relate and like remember. But for me, I've had to go through a, a series of different kind of networking events. I've had to network to grow my business um, in the sense of like when I worked at Enterprise Rent a Car, we would be you know thrown into the into the mix of like the Chamber of Commerce. Like, how do we grow and get contracts with the city, with potentially biz, you know um, business owners like body shops and insurance companies? And you you kind of have to know what who you're catering to in the sense of the networking because while you're networking you're also marketing yourself and whatever is your you're selling or you might want to provide so in the case of like you going to a networking event for like your business or for what your job is and trying to grow that like just know your why is always whether it be your business or for personal like know why why am i coming to this event what do i want to get out of it and that really helps you stay on track. Sometimes, you know, you were saying that, you know, you don't want to be the person talking to the one person only by yourself because of, you know, having, you know, you don't want to talk to anybody else. Sometimes, you know, you go to an event, you're like, well, I kind of, you know, this is more like a schmoozing kind of thing. I don't want to be here, but I want to show up. So people say I was here. That's one kind of event. But then you want to have a purpose. You want to have a why. And especially if you're like an introvert and aren't extroverted, like, like, um, like any us three possibly that are just happen to thrive socially, um, in a social scene. If you are an introvert or you are a little more shy or you are new to these kind of things, or you're kind of nervous about coming back into the networking thing, have a, have a reason, have your why, why am I here? What am I trying to reach here today? So if it's, like I said, for your for a business, like, hey, what, am, what do we want to gain today for our business? New contacts, new people to do the kind of business with, contracts, vendors, whatever it is. Sometimes it's personal. Sometimes you're like, I just need to connect with people because I might be looking to switch jobs. I might be interested in, you know, in, in pivoting my career. So you want to put yourself out there and like seeing who are people coming up to, who are people shaking hands with? And sometimes it takes a moment. Like you want to grab a drink, grab an appetizer, sit around, like sit for like a few minutes and like just observe the room and walk your way towards those people. Like, hey, nice to meet you, you know? And, uh, and it's all in simple conversation. It doesn't have to be strictly, hey, hi, I'm such and such with this and this and so this is what I do. Take it easy. Like, oh, how, how's that wine? Because sometimes it is hard to start conversation with people you don't know. So keep it simple. And from there, you know, you'll see like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the wine's great. How's your, oh, good, delicious. And like, well, what do you do? And then you transition into a conversation and make it as easy as possible, especially, like I said, if you are more on the shy end. But if it, it does help, observe. If you're quiet and shy and nervous, take your time. And I feel like I always say like, I need to at least shake five hands today to get five business cards and I will work my way through it. And sometimes I had more and sometimes I had less because if I had less, I meant that I ended up going into like deep conversation with someone and they were like, let me introduce you to such and such and such and such. And then it grew into a group combo. So it all depends. But I always had in mind, like, I'm going to go for five hands today. I'm going to introduce myself to five new people. I'm going to talk to them about this. So know your why. And then set like an, an, in your mind, like, I can't leave this event until I shake five hands or until I, fe I meet five people that also um, has helped me in when I go into and work a room. So knowing my why and then giving myself a purpose and knowing that I want to leave having met some new people. 
I love those recommendations. You both sound like absolute pros. I think we titled this correctly, how to work the room like a pro. Vettel said, you know, have a cheat sheet. That was a cool one. I learned something new from Vettel. Like write it down after because you're going to forget how you met these people. And even if it's not their business card, even if it's their digital business card, maybe you're following them on social media. That's like the new sort of stalker way that isn't a stalker, but you have their LinkedIn or you have their IG handle or their businesses handle write something down to remind you, you know, why did I connect with this person? What was in it for me? That's what Vettel's saying. Like figure out your intention behind it and then write that down. Cause you're going to forget we're all human. You forget. And then later you really did need that person or that connection. And it might not be for you. It might be for someone else. And you don't remember that happens to me all the time. I absolutely need to write things down. I tend to write things down in the notes in my calendar and Google. So if I had an event that I went to in that, um, events, actual notes. So I'll remember, oh, who did I meet at that event? Oh, I probably wrote it down in the notes. So I like to use my notes in that way. But Vero had really great advice, especially for folks that are shy. You can overcome shyness. And a way to overcome shyness is by setting a goal, putting yourself out there, relaxing at first. Vero said, have that drink if you need it. Start with a simple opener. Use that opener for everybody. Again, they don't know you use it every single time. They don't know you. The point is to make new friends. So practice your same old script getting comfortable with new friends i like how little talked about why 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 it's really important because sometimes we're like talking about networking right now and it seems like maybe you don't need it but i'd like to say everybody needs it everybody at some point needs connections you may not need them now you may you may think oh you're flying high you work for yourself you don't have to mingle with other people you're not going to need that everybody needs people we're not in this isolated world we're not on an island there's at some point in your life where you're going to need this skill or you're going to need that connection there's always a connection after the fact so i would say treat every networking opportunity as an opportunity that i may not see why now but there's always connection after the fact. So Veta was brilliant when she said, write it down, because you're going to need to know after, oh, this is why. I think networking also helps you get out of a rut professionally. It helps you get excited again about your work. It helps you feel present again about your work. I, like I said earlier, fundraise for a living. And so I'm really connected to the mission of the work that I do. And I'm really passionate about it. I also can feel really dry and preaching to the choir at my office because we're all doing the same work and we all know our mission and we talk to each other and we all know the story. So then we're like burnout central among each other. But when we're out of that bubble, it's so fun. It's so inspiring. It's so exciting when you meet new people and they ask you about what you do. Like, it's really cool. I had a surf event during the last guilt-free squad actually. And there was a gentleman there asking questions about our kiddos, a man that was on sabbatical. I happen to be on sabbatical. So of course we quickly had this common ground. He was from Texas taking a year off, giving back. He was telling me that surf is great for mental health now and that, that, you know, psychiatrists may be prescribing surfing because it's so good for the mind and being present in the ocean is so huge. Earlier we had talked about water being so healing and this man had all these great things to say about, you know, mental health. And so Maria and I were, Maria, someone that I work with, we're meeting this gentleman and talking to this gentleman and suddenly we're just like loving everything he's saying and we're talking about our kiddos and we're so proud of our work, friends. We just felt so proud. We felt so proud, like talking about our work and talking about giving back and our students' stories. And he's like, you know, I grew up really poor. I grew up with a single mom. It took me 11 years to finish college. Like he got it. You know, we could label this white older man on sabbatical as having it all together, grew up rich, must not even get the plight of the student that needs extra help. But he completely got the plight of the student. And unless Maria and I were willing to share, unless he was willing to share, like that connection wasn't going to happen. 
but the connection went really deep because both sides were willing to share. And it started with us talking about traveling. It started with us talking about just our day job and why are you here and wait, who are these students and wait, what do they need? And it really made me feel passionate about my work. I walked away from that man like, oh, I love what I do, right? But I'm not gonna just, me and Maria just shooting this shit, eating burritos at lunch. Places where we're meeting people, we're talking about our work, we're excited and it gets you out of a rut. It sharpens your interpersonal skills. It can be one-on-one. -on -one. In that example, there was a lot of people there, but I felt like I really connected with that one person. And if it's just one person, that's one person more than you knew the day before. That's my little two cents about how it makes you feel and how it gets you out of a rut. And Vettel talked a little bit about how it also helps you pivot. So that's kind of cool. I think that there's more than the, just the aspect of networking. You know, you think networking, all right, you're going to go, you know, mingle and, and, you know, meet a few people, this, that, and it's like, but it's really it helps build relationships with people within that industry. So that if you do like need assistance with something like, Hey, I'm going to reach out to this person. I remember talking to them about doing this. It's relationship building relationships are so essential even in our personal lives i mean we thrive with our relationships right like we need those things and in our professional lives the same thing like i am so thankful that i was able to like network my way out like network around and and meet people and shake hands and like just be myself like ceci was saying and and put myself out there at three events that a lot of people that later found out that I was no longer at such and such company were trying to figure out like, oh, so where is she at now? And two of my jobs that I had, you know, came from the relationships. It was like, oh, I heard you're not there anymore. Do you want to come work for me? And that was one way. And then from there, I got, you know, taken to another company because of like, hey, it, we heard that you're looking for to pivot into uh, outside of the car industry. Are you interested in doing this? So relationships are going to be so essential and being able to voice that comfortably like, hey, I'm looking for possibly looking, you know, changing careers or going into a different industry. If you hear of anything, let me know. And it's beautiful when you've already established, they know you as a professional, they know what you're capable of doing. So they're like, hey, they can vouch for you. Like, hey, I hear you're looking for someone. This person that I know is actually looking to venture into this kind of industry. You want to, you know, here's, here's her information. Give her a call. So it's really, really cool to be able to build those kind of relationships that can pass on your information, you know? Sometimes you're, you're giving an opportunity that's not right for you. And you're like, hey, I'm unfortunately at this moment at looking for something new. However, I do know someone that is. And you can transfer that information over. So these networking events are for that. And that's why I always tell my clients, like, it might be uncomfortable. It might be uncomfortable putting yourself out there at a networking event. I just had one of my clients. I'm so proud of her. She shared on our Guild Free Squad that she joined the golf tournament. And she sent a picture. And it's her with, like, these three, like, white dudes, you know, and, um, and she's, you know, Latina, you, you know, you know, she's an, an a Bolivian immigrant and she's like standing there tough. Like, you know, she's an electrical engineer and it's chingona. Like she's a badass, but she was just so afraid of this thing, like this golf tournament. And she, we're like, just do it. I'm like, go for it. You know, start going to driving range. And she did that. She signed up for the tournament and she's like, she's like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous about it. And then they won first place you know, <laughs> but she got out there and then she was like, it wasn't as scary. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, but the thing is that it's something so foreign golf, you know, being, you know, in, in, amongst these men that you're not used to, you know, talking about, like, luckily, you know, there are, there are things for engineers like the, like ship, which is society of Hispanic professional engineers. And, you know, like with Ceci, there's the, the, the Latino, the Raza lawyers, Latino lawyers, there's Latino business associations. There's everything for everyone, for entrepreneurs to everything where you have someone that you can have common ground with. 
but it's always scary to leave the people that look like you and go network with a whole new group that you're just like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. But until we're there, we don't know what to do. And then it's like, ah, oh, that wasn't that bad. And you'll be surprised. But I'm so proud of her for doing that. But it's helped her be like, okay, I, I know that we're not much more different. I still can offer the same things. And it's good to have people in my corner that no, don't just look like me, you know? So it's good to venture out, put yourself out there in those uncomfortable situations and, and learn from them to make you a tougher cookie, to make you more ready to, to face those challenging moments that might be uncomfortable, but we'll put you on top after that. I was so impressed by that whole trajectory of that story because just even starting golf, because we know it's going to be a vehicle for networking, that in and of itself is intimidating. That I would want to quit. So like way to see it through, right? She just completely saw it through when you're yes, with metal because I mean, you're holding her accountable to being out of her shell in more ways than one, not just sitting there winding up and having appetizers and networking like you got to actually have a golf swing too and be in the sun and try to win this thing <laughs> like that's a whole other layer of networking that i'm super impressed by but you also touched i think indirectly on this whole idea of like imposter syndrome and being in spaces that are new to us and different to us and i think golf is such a great example of that we don't grow up playing golf golf is where a lot of deals are made a lot of people network men especially it seems like an old boys kind of thing and when women can have that also as part of their ammunition for something they can do as well and they can be out there in a space that may not look like them or have folks that look like them i think it's beautiful we really want to encourage networking today and my tip of the day was going to be because i want you to work on women listening to this feeling like less of an imposter, feeling like you don't belong in certain circles. That'll just share the perfect example. So I'm not going to like go over this point overly, but you do belong there. You do belong in every circle and you do need a seat at the table. And sometimes it's going to take you being in a space where you're the only Latina and talking how you talk and being from where you're from. And you may find it so hard to have common ground, right? That was an example at the beginning. You may find it so hard to be confident. You may find it so hard to not come out of your shell. All the things we talked about at the beginning, you need to do it anyway. Do it for the people coming up after you. Because I think that's the real challenge. If you don't have a why, make the why be, I have to do this because they don't really look like me and they need me here. They need me. They need my culture. They need my experience. They need my expertise. And I think it really helps with imposter syndrome. I'm saying this from experience. I always talk about the things that I've been involved in, but like my kids PTA, I'm the only Latina in my kids PTA. There's a little bit more diversity, but not really. And I could have been really intimidated by that or afraid to be in their world or felt not socioeconomically equal to them. You know, there's a lot of wealthy stay-at-home moms. There's that whole vibe. So I could have absolutely let that intimidate me. But instead, I took a seat at the table. And it's I still work on it every time. Every time I go to a meeting, like I, I don't know if I said this already in the podcast or if I, I think I said this in my office, but the last meeting I showed up to, I walked in right on time and they all started early and without me. That was awkward as hell. <laughs> like They're all sitting at the table. They all look over, all these white women. Like, I, I, I hope, hope you walked women. in like, I guess, yeah, I said, yeah, I said, yeah. No, I did. I was like, pushed my way through. I stood yeah. at the end. I like sat on this <laughs> random seat. We were at the school. We normally meet at someone's house. But I took my, and it, my, I was one of the first reports because I'm the treasurer and I, as soon as I started, I'm like, this started at 830, right? Because I'm like, yeah. oh, like, oh yeah, right on time, Mary. No, no, we just started a little early. You know, they probably figured, let's get started. You know, we're all yeah. here. I wasn't there. Yeah. This thing hasn't started. Point is, 
I'm doing this every day. I'm kind of coming out of my shell every day and being with people that may not look like me or have grown up like me or have the lifestyle that I lead. Or sometimes they do. Sometimes they're looking to me and say, how do you have that lifestyle, Irene? You know, you don't know. You don't know. You're giving to other people. I have this one mom there that's always really great about, she just invited me to something today. And she's like, by the way, I didn't, I didn't invite the other PTA moms. So I kind of felt real special. I was like, oh, you were inviting me because you want me and my kid there. And I've connected with her. And she's always asking me about my travels and how comfortable I am pulling the kids out of school and my one-on-one -on -one date. So you might be the one at the event that people want to talk to. Has that dawned on you? People need your story. They want to network with Vettel. They want to talk to Ceci. They want to, oh, I hope Irene's here. I want to talk to Irene. Like, how does she do that? How is she still married? Marriage is hard. Like, mm -hmm. whatever that thing is, you have so many special nuggets to share. And you may be the only one, again, that looks like you. And you got to show up and feel a little uncomfortable sometimes and out of your shell. And that was awkward. And did they just really start without me? Like, what the hell? But be there. Take up the space. And then give back to the space. We need your story. You'll have less imposter syndrome if you feel like, what makes me special, Ceci said it at the beginning, is what makes me special. And that's why I'm here. And I'm just going to talk about what makes me special. So I'm at the networking event. Like, I talk fast, huh? Well, keep up. <laughs> I'm on a roll, but my point was do it because you have to, because we need more representation. I think that's key. I've been on this like kick lately about just having us in the room. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to say, and sometimes your spaces may intertwine. So también, you know, it's opportunity for business, right? If you're a business owner, that same event that I went to a, uh, last month or whatever, um, I was talking to this attorney that does workers comp and he was talking about how uh, he's like, oh, if you, if you, I know you don't do comp right now anymore, but if you, if you come uh, across any comp cases, send them my way. I'm like, yeah, of course he's, and she, and he said like, oh, and you're, you're doing a podcast, right? And I was like, yes. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I've seen that you're doing a podcast podcast and you know that's so cool i've listened to, i listened to um, a couple episodes here and there and i said the same thing i was like yeah you know that's i'm also doing that i'm also a coach so if you come across any women that you think might benefit from coaching send them my way so you know it's cuando te digo like the inner 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 connect <laughs> interlacing spaces like legal and my coaching right so that was pretty cool it's like, um, you know how we have a lot of friends that are in the mental health uh, field, like yeah. they're therapists and they're like, hey, you know, I, this person came to me and they're like, the therapy is not really what they need, but they definitely need a coach. And for us, like we'll talk to women, they're like, oh, you know, well, maybe yes, coaching you can use later, but what's really important is for you to look toward a, like for a therapist. So we do that. And I feel that many times we hold back on the things that we do like, Oh, it's, it doesn't make sense to bring it up right now, but that's perfect. Like using those moments to like, Hey, by the way, you didn't know I do this as well. Um, and now you do it's, it, it, you have to kind of remind people and that's where it, it's, it's not being, don't be embarrassed about the stuff that you're good at. Like, Hey, I run a business. I'm, you know, I'm a lawyer and an entrepreneur. I'm a coach. I help women do this, this, and this and reach your goals. I feel that anyone that's out there, when you are shaking hands, making friends, you might be, you might have what it is that you do from your nine to five. And then you have a business on that you're, that you're working on. Don't be afraid. Take ownership of what that is. Like, hey, I am from nine to five. I am a city planner. And after that, I love event coordinating. I'm an event planner and I'm great at putting magnificent events together. Here's my card for that. So don't be afraid to show both because you never know when someone's going to need your services. So no les de miedo. Be, own what you do. Own who you are. <laughs> Ceci, um, showing all her, her bunch of cards from her networking and her and her business cards. Awesome, Ceci. Oh, um, L-U-L and her lawyer. Card. And her lawyer. Yeah, here, take two. Así las cargo. I carry both of them in my little yeah. card holder. So no les de miedo. Anímense. And... 
you know, networking is just the beginning. And we said relationships are important. Irene did a great job of kind of recapping everything we shared, but it's going to be essential for you for any, any growth that you're looking to do. And I think it's essential to think about it with our event that's coming up. So I know that we're promoting our event, but it's such a great, small and intimate group. We only have about 30 spots left. So I would say grab your spot, bring a friend that has to work on this, come on your own, bring a few friends, but it's a really good space to do the things we just talked about, like practice networking, share you, what makes you special to talk about your side hustle, or maybe figure out what your side hustle is. Like maybe you're here to get inspiration from other people. Like what are they up to? And there's going to be a lot of women that are professionals, but also women that have multiple careers or are entrepreneurs and have multiple ventures. I can think of one right now that has a nonprofit that she operates. She has a huge makeup line. I mean, she's in a lot of things. So I would want to be in the room learning from these kinds of people, right? I would want them to inspire my next big idea or help me do something further with my life. So if you've been listening to our podcast and have really awesome guests that you've loved, well, guess what? Some of those guests are also going to be there. It's going to be kind of cool because you don't know who that's going to be. We'll keep those surprises to ourselves, but you might actually end up meeting the person that super inspired you on the podcast and you heard about their business or you heard about their lives or their career and you were so moved. Well, they're going to be there in the flesh. And there's something so important about in-person and feeling it and touching it and getting away from the Zoom world. So we mentioned that a little bit in the beginning, but Zoom and COVID and working from home has really changed how we network. And I think it's left something to be desired for connection and building community. And so I really want to encourage folks that are in a funk and feel like Zoom and that work from home life took away something from your previous life and your social life. If you haven't gotten it back, come to our event. Come to our event to feel a taste of that again. I think all of us are getting that as of late back at it, back at events. You know, we said that at the beginning too, I'm going to something on Thursday and there's weddings happening again and people are traveling again. Like ease back into it. If you haven't take the opportunity for this event, Resharpen your skills. Yeah. Your communication <laughs> skills. Yeah. You're out of practice. You're literally out of practice. Mm -hmm. You probably are dressed in PJ pants every day. Well, ponte algo. Like actually wear a skirt. Or <laughs> Lávate la colita, por favor. <laughs> y te viste. You can't leggings all day. You can't get into this without uh, brushing leggings your teeth. Oh, wear a mask if you're not going to brush your teeth, but like put some deodorant on girl. Cause we can actually smell you at this one. It's in person, but yes, this is the kind of event that you want to either get back into because you haven't, or you want to continue to cultivate what you're already doing network, learn from other amazing women doing amazing things. Yeah. This was a good episode. It's a good reminder of, you know, going back to in-person events, networking, remembering how we did network in, in, you know, in person essentially. Um, and knowing that because we're not used to it, it might be a little exhausting, but that's okay. Take your little breaks here and there and, you know, poco a poco, poco a poco. Great point, Ceci. Great point. So we really want to encourage everyone to use any event, not necessarily just our event, to take up space, be in the room, meet new people, figure out why you're there, find connections after the fact. If you have questions about this or if you want us to expand on any one point that we talked about during this episode, that could be an episode in and of itself. Our handle on social media is at Level Up Latina on both Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, you can find us at, at Latina underscore up. If you want to email us, our email is admin at leveluplatina.com. There's plenty of ways to find us. You can DM us. You can just buy your ticket, get your ticket for our event on June 12th at 11 a.m. on leveluplatina.com or just follow the link in our Instagram bio. Really simple to buy tickets. 
You can buy multiple quantities as we talked about earlier. Let us know if you want to sponsor tickets for someone else. Let us know if you want to do some awesome giveaways or raffles or promote your business passively at the event. We have some really fun things in mind. We're going to be raffling off some goodies. We won't let all those secrets out today, but we probably will closer to the event. So get your tickets because you don't want to hear about the surprises and then not have a seat. So it's really important to get your ticket now while you can, but we have really awesome raffles going on. So if you want to donate your services, your products, we're still taking some donations. We have a couple of spots left for that and we can highlight them at the event. And you'll obviously get a lot of promotion on this podcast and on our social media because you participated in the event. You're giving back to Latina business owners to women that do this every day. We don't only talk about it on the podcast. We do this in practice. So to reward that, let's collaboratively work together. Really excited to see you all on June 12th. Definitely you too. So yes. that's that's it for today. That's all she wrote. But uh, keep in touch. DM us, email us. And again, get your butt out there like a pro. Appreciate you. Get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. Thank you. And don't forget to level up. Level up, baby. Bye.